I like to say that we all have history like that because I came in at 17 in the anti-war movement and my organizer was Gwen Patton that she passed away. So I could say that we all have history to deal with this. And I just wanted to just mention a few words that I wrote, but it's a whole long thing. Let's make history from blackness come sunlight. The countless minutes of the wordless sound. Liberty cries in a house of injustice where blood covered the earth with death and sickness. Tomorrow comes the children who will be the saviors. We were all young people to restore ourselves to justice, to peace, and not to war. Sometimes I dream that things were normal, but I believe in the faith of struggle. Before sunrise yesterday, the struggle spring morning on April the 15th of 1960 in Rolling North Carolina. The earth bore witness to the voices of those who brought light to the earth, for justice to speak before us, for human rights that are never given. It is the sacrifice of the struggle and the martyrs who gave birth to the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee. That's right. We heard the voices of freedom that never dies. Our ancestors, the mirrors, the thousand stars of the broad daylight. Let us dance and bear, O mother, O mother of the earth, that I should live in five moments to rest in peace and to a new star rises for the children of our village. We will see rain blocks to shine at night. Forever stood with African liberation, with human rights and the Puerto Rican liberation struggle against the masses of colonialism, a voice of the youth that taught us the science of struggle, that the future will lay with freedom, where we all sang, who who believes in freedom until it comes. I want to honor all of us. This poem I wrote on the 100th anniversary of her birth and life. And I just wanted to say, I want to thank all of us, all those who were before me and they were older than me, but taught me to this day that struggle is every day. It's not just tomorrow. Mm -hmm. It's not just It's the many elders that are still there. And I want to honor Dada because he stood up and he's still here. Mm -hmm. And we, we didn't see each other in 1998 because I almost didn't recognize him, but I was there when Kwame uh, Touré was there and he passed away. But I want to say to all of us, many of us uh, are returning back to ancestors. And I feel honored to play a part in bringing him because we need to honor all of us that have been struggling. I don't want to be a hero. There are many people who were heroes before me. They gave me the life. Thank you. Okay, Angel, you there? Yeah. yeah, you want to say anything? Tell them that you. Oh yeah, oh yes, um, yeah. Well, with much appreciation to Brother Macasa Dalla for all your uh, sacrifice and courage, it's just hard to put into as many words. My father over here definitely could. <laughs> so, but uh, definitely, he's been telling me he's been telling me about you for ages. Let me tell you, I can't even remember the first time you mentioned your name, and that's how long I've been hearing about these stories. 
hear this, uh, I mean, just hear about Snick from the first person is just simply uh, a power to behold, just to keep these stories going. So, I mean, I mean, I say these words with deep gratitude because more people need to hear the story. I mean, people, um, I mean, the mainstream history is always about people, persons, individuals. We have to look at the whole movement and understand that Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee was pivotal in giving so much to the movement. And now it's time for the uh, acknowledgement. While we still have a, the veterans were still with us, let them all get the acknowledgement they need and deserve. And so, I say uh, thank you so much for uh, everything you've done. I want to thank also, I want to just say one more, but I want to thank to Sammy Young, to Rob Featherstone, to Chair Payne, to many people that passed away, to James Foreman, to Rap Brown that's still in prison now because he spoke out. And we got to honor him and we got to get him out of the hellhole of that federal prison. I want to thank all of them that gave life and also to a good friend that passed away years ago, Cornell Reagan of the old freedom singers. I'm going to honor all of us. To Fannie Lou and many other people. Like they say, it was to cultivate us as organizers, as field secretaries to organize the people, not just one leader and make him a guru. We were all leaders. Thank you. Okay. You know, I have a, a question I want to ask you, Mikasa, but I, I just want to get some clarity. You know, when you talked about, you know, your life and how you got them, but what was the one key thing that pushed you over to the movement? White folks. <laughs> uh, them Zionist Jews, uh -huh. Israel, <laughs> United States, I mean, he, even South Africa, apartheid. Right, but even as a, as a young, young person just getting involved, you, you, those things was happening? Well, it was happening. I just didn't know they was happening. Couldn't explain them. All I know out that uh, black folk was doing what they were taught to do, be good slaves. And, and we had a group that started rebelling. Uh -huh. And when I saw them rebelling, I got into rebelling. And uh, all I knew at that time, we were fighting against uh, these white folks and what they were doing to us. Uh, or just that situation. I didn't have no other information. What about, your, what about your family? You know, were they... My family picked cotton for white folks. I used to go down in the country in Alabama and pick cotton for $3 a day, work about 16, 14, 15 hours a day. Mm -hmm. And my mama picked for a quarter a day and uh, lived out there on the land. And, you know, and and, and he had to say yes to the white folks and you live just as a regular old slave. Mm -hmm. But at, that, at some point, all that stuff came and, and it happened and, and we came together and started protesting. And like 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 Carlos said, Sammy Young Jr. went into a bathroom that said white only when he came out. A white man named Deami Beckwith, not Deami Beckwith, uh, Seagram, shot him in the head with a shotgun. And he had been in the United States Army. Fannie Lou Hamer lived on the plantation. She went out and tried to register to vote. Mm -hmm. And they beat her and jailed her and, and what have you. And, and she became a great spokesman uh, for the revolution, for the movement. So 
you had different individuals that gave them lives that made up SNCC or made up the movement and that uh, just the wind of freedom was blowing. And I found myself getting in those little demonstrations, standing in front of theaters and protesting, speaking up. And as I began to speak up, especially when they called us together in SNCC, we became an organized voice and SNCC made us all stronger. So what, just a question, what were some of the most important, let's say, lessons that you got out of your journey during the civil rights movement? Organization, organization and knowing that it just wasn't me out there doing it, or me or five or six people in Chattanooga, Tennessee, where I was, but we linked up with other brothers and sisters all over the country that later linked us up to African people all over the world. South Africa, we joined in with that movement. We helped fight with Angola, Mozambique, Zimbabwe. We ended up joining the Vietnamese Revolution, helping the Vietnamese defeat the United States. We, in 1965, we went to the United Nations and kicked the South African embassies and me, Foreman, and, and, and uh, uh, a bunch of us went to jail up there, about five or six of us. We joined our movement with South Africa. When we found out what was going on in Angola, Mozambique, Zimbabwe, we joined our movement with that, and they were shooting down planes and fighting a revolution. In, in 1967, when the United States invaded, when, when Israel invaded Egypt, we joined in with the uh, uh, Egyptians against Israel. We spoke out against Zionism, which we're speaking out against it today. We support the Palestinians. We condemn Israel. We condemn the United States for being... Uh, in Vietnam, we condemn the United States for the role they played with the oppressing people in South Africa and the rest of Africa. And today we condemn the United States for being an intimate part of Zionism, an intimate part of Israel, and committing genocide on the Palestinian people right now. So.